I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to The Greatest Show on Earth. Oh. Starring Ryan Eichner and myself, Scott Sweeney. How are you? Uh, are we still the only podcast? We are. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure. What's happening, Hoops? Kid. I mean, it's all happening. That new Jurassic Park movie just came out today. You're all fired up about it's it. It's true. I can't wait. Excited to get to the theater, watch a two-hour, 36-minute uh, Hollywood spectacle that's getting critically panned. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. I, I understand being hyped for it. I just uh, haven't particularly enjoyed a Jurassic Park film since the first one, really. Mm. So, I don't know. These I'm new good. ones, I think they get a lot of traction out of the fact that they have a cool title. Jurassic World. They should just be called Jurassic Park 4, Jurassic Park 5, Jurassic Park 6. I respect franchises <clears throat> that just keep numbering movies and don't do like a rebirth with a fun new angle. And I don't think I can think of a single one that just slapped numbers on all of them. Yeah, it's, that's not the cool move anymore. No, no just one Just titling does that. it, especially when it gets to like more than three. Mm. I feel like they think it looks silly, which it may be. But I think it looks awesome. Yeah, this people are comparing this new one to Rise of Skywalker. They're saying it's like a that level turkey. Really? Mm. That's so awesome. Bringing back Goldblum and Sam Neill and friend of the show, Laura Dern, was not worth it. I'm learning. You would think <clears throat> that that would elevate it, mm. not bring it down. They but. should have brought back uh, Wayne Knight as Dennis Nedry. Revealed, uh, that he, uh, uh. revealed that he didn't die from that... Uh, what do they call the spitters? The Dil uh, Dilophosaurus? Ooh, dino guy. That over could here. be wrong. So oh, let's go with it. Sounds cool. But Someone yeah, at home is like, <laughs> um, er. Monty in particular. But yeah, it's got a healthy 31 on Rotten Tomatoes right now. I'll probably see it at some point. A 31? 31. It was a 40 yesterday. <laughs> it's, wow. It's nose diving. Love that. Even though we're not Rotten Tomatoes guys, it doesn't Is John mean Hammond dead? I, he is canonically nice. dead. That's awesome. I think they killed him And off. in real life? I do believe so. What was his name? John something? His, his real, name's real name is also John? Yeah. Mm. I think John Attenborough. Maybe Richard Attenborough. Is he related to David Attenborough? He is. That, like, Who British is notoriously old guy. and still alive. Yeah. He'd be a good pick in the death pool, I feel like. Ooh. Although he seems immortal on some level, so maybe he'd be a bad pick. Could be. Yeah. But we'll see if we get that turkey. And speaking of turkeys, they finally released the trailer for the new Dwayne Johnson superhero effort. Can Black. we watch it? I actually queued it up. I would love nothing more than to watch right, this fucked up trailer. This is The Rock's first superhero movie. You're making a big deal of it? Black Adam. He said like a million times, like, the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. Like, that's a cool thing to say. And that, it's fucking killing that me. That was very obviously a body double, by the I way. Brother? Oh, Piers. 
The fact that Pierce Brosnan is in this is almost making me want to see it. He looks like he's the fun villain. Did this come off of your Mercedes? <laughs> it was a run by fruiting, brother. This looks awesome, actually. What? <laughs> nah, I'm in. <laughs> I almost just fainted. What did you just say? I'm in. I'm going to see this. What are you going to see about it? I think it looks awesome. Uh, folks, I didn't see this coming. Yeah, I think you're wrong. I mean, that looks like Ant-Man, but I guess that's some sort of DC Ant-Man. Um, uh, oh, wow. Oh, I do. Tramana. <laughs> Tramana. So yeah, that guy said, uh, heroes don't kill people. The Rock says, but I do, so. Sick. This, uh, this superhero is a little different. He's, he's killing people. They all kill people. Otherwise, they wouldn't have action Him roaring scenes. through the sky. They all kill like 400 people a movie. He just punched that wing off the plane. I sure did. That was a maverick. I swatted him down. I'm all in on this. Fuck. This is like the new Gotti. He looks like a fucking dope in this costume. It has a lightning bolt on it. It's got like a frayed hood. Yeah, why is he all dirty looking? He just caught a rocket. He, he caught a rocket, folks. And it blew up in his hand, and he's still alive. I, th I think he might have survived that. Wow, he did. Holy shit. Black Adam. <laughs> Shitty title. Shitty star. We'll be there opening day. Yeah, I'm in. I'm very there. Fuck. 100%. I hope it Featured has like review. A, a Keaton's Batman pop by or something. Maybe Aquaman. Yeah, what don't you don't think it looks any good? No. No? I think it looks like junk, quite frankly. <laughs> to use your word for the Irishman on last week's program. <laughs> Brother? How dare you? At least he's wearing something different. He's not wearing his uh, khaki jungle outfit or like his baller it. suits with the vest because the jacket doesn't fit his shoulders brother <clears throat> i mean vin would have crushed the role of black adam but it almost goes without saying um i don't Do know that concur? vin is I, I see black adam as a very large dude you don't think i, I don't think enough? vin is big enough for that no what if gut wise he put on the weight <laughs> Like that, like that video or uh, that surfaced of him like on the Amalfi Coast with like his big tummy. Yeah. Lucy and I like to call that Winnie the Poohin. When hmm. a guy has like a belly like that, it's usually they have a shirt on and the shirt's too short and the belly mm. comes out of the bottom. Oh, yeah. I try to like, it's mean, but I was like, oh, there's a guy Winnie the Poohin at Home Depot yesterday. I really wanted to take a photo of him. And then I was like, I can't just like moke fun of some dude's body. Like it's what I do for work. Like I'm supposed to help people. I like had this whole internal struggle of like wanting to laugh at a stranger Winnie the Poohin. Mm. Oh, bother. Ooh, mm. Christopher Robin, Ooh. I would really love some honey. I mean, we're really looking forward to that horror movie, Winnie the Pooh, that's coming out in a couple weeks, I think. I just would love to come down with the children and have some honey. I, I thought I had it for a second. I want some honey. <laughs> Barbecue wings. Your treat. <laughs> Garlic butter sauce. Yes. <laughs> My brothers and I all shared a computer as children. <laughs> Beating off was impossible. <laughs> 
The work. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> more poop stuff, like poop stuff. Even though he'd never listen, we're doing poop stuff every week. I think that's that's what's great about us as a duo. What about poop was probably the Celtics game the other night, kid. What do you think? You think he could, he'd want to show uh, spend the dough on those seats? You know how expensive those games are. Poop kid. wouldn't shell that kind of loot out. I'll do anything to see the seas. I'll stand outside and listen. The high seas. That's free. <laughs> I saw Fieri was at the game, which was pretty dope. Like courtside with um, the Barstool sports guy. Dave Portnoy, yeah. Mm. They're kind of a terrible duo. They are bad. Like Guy, I love Guy Some semi-ironically. I kind of hate Dave Portnoy. Yeah, because you can only do so much work in a duo. Like I love Fieri and almost anybody else, but him and that guy, it's just it's too off balance. Yeah. Like, what did they talk about? Bites? Yeah. Like, you know, pizza reviewing? And then the conversation comes to a screeching halt. Yeah. It's probably so annoying for that guy to go anywhere. Everyone's probably just like, for, like what is that? A, an 8-7? Or what is... Just about anything or everything. What I hate is there's like a whole group of people on TikTok who are just doing their own pizza reviews. Kid. And like with the same rating system and like not even... It's just... Like, I don't know. Not that, like, we're so, so original. There's other movie and TV podcasts. I mean, news, contrary, news to to, me. contrary to the intro. This is. But it, it's just, like, it's such a one-note thing. And, like, I guess Dave being the guy who started it, that's kind of fun. But whatever. Yeah, it's cool. You got to have, like, at least a spin on it. When you watch someone do, like, the exact same shtick, it's a little uh, could-ya-inducing. Well, that being said, we would love to just be a part of the Barstool organization. <laughs> we are not closing that door. In fact, it's wide open. I even sent them our demo, no. which uh, you know is probably why I'm salty. Yeah, I, mean, I sent that demo in. I didn't tell you about it because I was like, I'm not going to like get Scott's hopes up, but we did have sort of like a connection of a connection of a connection to Dave Portnoy's father, <laughs> which the demo for the enough, you know, hot, real, whatever, got into his, Dave Portnoy's mailbox. I know Ooh. that. Wow. Did he ever actually listen to it? Probably not. I heard nothing back. This is like a scene out of that thing you do. Him like Pretty opening much. enough episode 62 <laughs> from a lean uh, package in the mail. Love that. Yeah. it. Uh, I didn't have high hopes for it. Hmm. I was almost positive it would never amount to anything. And then it didn't. I have so. higher hopes that Fieri will somehow hear the program and invite us out to have some chicken sandwiches or something fun like that i would prefer that if as long as the chicken sandwiches paid us 50 million dollars a year i had a bit online that uh flavor town is the town from the town got a lot of action on twitter people like that stuff yeah the people the boston they, stuff they seem to like it does well yeah, yeah. <laughs> i jump around with dogs on stage <laughs> No distress signal in Vincent. That's too loud. I jump around with dogs on stage. Hey, it's me. I <laughs> soak myself in lamp oil. <laughs> I'm a jerky boy. And I burn myself in front of the crowd. So I have a million pieces of news here. Let me rip off my favorite one first. It involves friend of the show, mental patient, pop star, Britney Spears. Uh, Did you see the news that she and her new boyfriend, uh, don't remember his real name, but... They had a wedding the other day, and mm. remember when she got married, like right right after we graduated high school, and it was for two days, and then they got divorced. They yes. annulled it, I think. Yes. 
that guy showed up at the wedding and tried to like fight his way into the wedding saying that like he's only been married once and he never plans on getting married again and he wanted to take Britney back. I love you, baby. Let's work it out. What a like You cartoon, fucking bitch a Cartoon character thing to do There's all these clips of him being wrestled to the ground By security guards yeah. Like humiliating himself Well this story made for fun headlines Cause this guy's name happened to be Jason Alexander <laughs> So everyone clicks on it expecting to be like Wait was Britney Spears married to Jason Alexander Who played George on Seinfeld like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Him in like a bodysuit Getting escorted oh, body out suit. of the wedding Bodysuit man Britney Spears <laughs> He's in. He's I'm in my office. He stands up at the rehearsal dinner. And he's like, oh, yeah, Riley. <laughs> well, the jerk store called. They're running out of you. In. But yeah, that is funny. I mean, he ruined Britney's big day. You hate to hear it. Leave Britney alone, that, one might say. That probably led to an unhinged Instagram post or two. Wouldn't you uh, say? Yes. Would you agree? I would say definitely. Her Instagram is a mess. It's like pictures of her weird 42-year-old mom bod Hi. smushed in with like just rantings of a mad woman. Mm. And I'm very much here for it. While we're talking about 2000s pop artists, did you see that uh, Shakira's father fell down <laughs> and he broke his hip, I believe? I don't know how, but I some how some way missed the news that Shakira's father fell down and broke his hip. I'm like, oh no, Shakira! I fell down and broke my hip. Take me to hospital. I mean, ay ay ay. Who's gonna make a like hips don't lie related joke about that? I can't imagine that hasn't been done. But I also want to do it anyways. Shakira. Hank's still in character. Shakira's father. Shakira, your marble staircase is very slippery. <laughs> I slid down the stairs and shattered my pelvis. You must help me. Andale, andale. She's just wriggling around like a genie. Doing the Shakira's father voice hurts my throat. You know what? I think it's worth it. Whatever it takes. I feel like he's a new character. <laughs> just this like racist Hispanic character that'll fill the void from all my other like somewhat unchecked racist boxes. Yeah, I can see a need for him in almost any scenario. Yeah. I agree. You know who does a really good Shakira's dad impression? <clears throat> that guy from Enough the Podcast? Mm-hmm. Scott? No, the other one. No, the beef. That one. I mean, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there is a Price is Right spinoff that airs at night called The Price is Right at Night. I mean, it sounds so simple. It's it's just dazzling. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Drew All Carey. All right, everyone. We have a big showcase here tonight. We're going to be guessing um, how much uh, Shakira's father's medical bills are going to be. Oh, okay. And our He's first contestant here is play. Uh, Scott Sweeney from uh, uh, Cohasset. Okay. And uh, we're going to have Scott. Scott, how much do you... Now, keep in mind, he is Hispanic with no health care. Yep. And he fell down the stairs and shattered his pelvis. Mm. So, Scott, uh, we're going to start the bidding at, um, what do you think? How much do you think his medical bills will be with a shattered pelvis? Well, first, No health insurance. First of all, Drew, Mr. Carey, big fan. Used thank to you. Love your, oh, uh, thank you. Your sitcom, and uh, I can't believe that you're still hosting this show and its uh, spinoff nighttime iteration. That's, that's wonderful. Um, did you ever read my book? No, couldn't touch it. Mm. 
I believe Ank has a copy. But anyway, anyway, what do you think? How much do you think? Uh, what would you go closest without going over? I'm going to guess $750. And oh. I really hope that Ank doesn't prices right me and guess $751. Okay, really um, we're going to go over to Ank here and we're going to... Ank, uh, how, how am I doing with my Drew Carey voice so far? Um, I don't know. It sounds pretty much like him. I'm going to say $749, Drew, because I know how to play the game. Wow. Wait, we'll be just... we'll be right back with the results, guys. Dun, 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 dun. I think you just screwed yourself, prices right wise. Oh, because one under, it... closest without going over. So... You're one under me, so yeah, yeah. you couldn't. There's no. No, no, no. That's good. Without going but... over, I'm, that means I'm overthinking this. You're, you're if you're seven fifty, yeah, and I'm one below you. That means I get anything below you. I think so. You... I'm just banking on it being less than what you picked. I think the move is to go one over. Because then anything above that you would get, and, well, you, and you don't want to go over, so you want to be under. Yeah, Damn this it. is right. Monty will confirm this with uh, fact checking. Yeah, well, yeah, you want to be under, so my number is under. I mean, it's fine. I think it depends. Way, I think in. it depends on like what the <laughs> item is. Like if it's an item that might be very expensive. Yeah. That and you want to shoot for the moon, right? Cut to the Price is Right studio audience walking out. Drew's like, you guys got to shut up and like get the fuck out of here. Drew's, you guys ruined the whole show. Drew's gay brothers dancing in a dress to keep everyone yeah. entertained from the show. Who The guy from Mindhunter, whatever his name is. Mimi's there with like the blue makeup and all the stuff. And uh, Craig Kilborn or whoever that other guy is. But yeah, and watching this, uh, I watched the better part of an episode mm. of The Price is Right at Night. Jerry O'Connell was... Uh, getting some work on this show. And they weren't even like playing him off as like a big celebrity guest. He was just like on the show kind of. Just he like was, a man who's on the show? Yeah, like they obviously like knew who he was, but it was very low key and Is odd. Drew Carey the host at night as well? Oh yeah. Do you think they just taped them all at once and just changed the background or something? I most certainly do. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're gonna need you on in studio lot C and we're gonna just film for like eight hours. We're gonna do both episodes. Drew, we're gonna need to film uh, 38 episodes today. Is Drew fat again? Um, he was kind of a know, chubby boy. He's just kind of like a dude. He's not really- I read a book by him and I need to remember the title. And if I had remembered the title in the midst of that bit, it would have been very funny and it's going to annoy me. Go to the next item while it's I It's probably called this. like Cleveland Reads. I think it's called like Beer and Something. What about my Cleveland Reads bit? Um, that was home I laughed. Dirty Monty Jokes and Beer it. is the book. That's his? Is he a beer guy? Or I guess he He's was like a, show. just a fucking dork. He did have like a brewery on that program. Did he? Was that like his gig? He was like a brewery guy? I think that was his side gig from whatever he did with Mimi in that office setting. Okay. But the big news of the week, we got to talk about how uh, Joker 2 is officially in development and has a title. Can't wait. Todd Phillips uh, revealed <laughs> the cover of the script, and the title said Joker colon Folly Adieu, or Folly Adieu. A Folly French term that means something I don't know. I should have looked it up. Um, nah, because, you know, talking like that makes you sound like a fruit. So we're good. He wants another uh, Oscar nomination. Ugh. He's, you can see he's gunning for it. Folly adieu. It is time to stand. And I saw some articles that people are saying Joker 2 could pull from other Scorsese movies. Like the first one pulled from uh, Taxi Driver and The King of Comedy. Someone thinks this new one will pull from Gangs in New York and The Departed. 
really having fun imagining like <laughs> the Joker and the Rat from The Departed <laughs> teaming up with like French the number one and I mean really anybody from that multiverse. You know John Lennon. <sighs> yeah, Frank Costello's back. He's 70 years old, Frank. That'd be a fun Joker connection. Does mm. he play the Joker? He could really... Oh. It could really be a picture we, of substance. They wheel Nicholson out? God damn it. Nicholson Frank. hasn't gotten much activity in the last few years. What was his last movie like? Um, the just Bucket Go List? With It or something? I think that is what it was. Yeah. The Bucket List was one of the last... I hate couple. your rotten guts. I feel like The Bucket List is like your number one. <laughs> Bitwise, <laughs> yes. Um... Did you see that Ezra Miller is in hot water yet again? I did. He got accused of grooming some 12-year-old girl for the past six years, and now he's, like, flown her out to his, like, home in Hawaii, and, like, she's, like, a drug addict because he's been giving her all sorts of pills, and, like, her parents are furious. <laughs> is Ezra Miller the Joker? I think like, Ezra Miller is, like, a sicko. And I, I honestly just, like, I'm wondering how none of his trials have started or finished yet, and, like, hmm. get this fucking creep behind bars. Yeah, like, every week it's something. And every week it's something, like... Drastic. It's not just like a like. Whoops! He fucking made a stink at a bar. Uh, they something they made a stink at a bar. But I mean, he is a Joker esque figure. Mm. He should be in Joker too. Folia do. He's a sicko and um, he stinks, and I don't like him. Hmm. Yeah, I'm tired of him running amok out there. They I'm need to cancel it. the Flash too. Just shut the whole project down. Screw everybody. Nothing funnier than the fact that they finally made that movie after like a decade of them trying. And now it's like he's going out of his way to just be the most fucked up dude on earth. Yes. And to the point where they're like, should we like digitally replace him in every scene of this full movie we shot? That seems to be like an option they're considering. They could easily just put the movie out and if it does well figure out a way to kill him off and bring somebody else in i guess but like there's no way you could there's no way you could pull that off yeah it's outrageous so it's they're kind of in a lose-lose situation because it's like they're past the point of diminishing return in the sense of like if they just shelf it now they're so it's done it's out shelved shelving a movie is so just a fucking kick in the ass mm. i don't know i don't really have the solution that's probably why we're down here and we're not out there i do have the solution uh dc contact me Black Adam 2. <clears throat> Brother? I would say scrap the Flash and just give Affleck another full Batman movie. A word? Yeah. That would be dope. Uh -huh. I do wish he got to make his... He was supposed to write, direct, and star in his own Batman movie. Think about how dope that would have been. Would have been great. And he was going to set it like in the asylum where like all the stupid villains are housed. Arkham. And they like all get loose. And, you know, I could see it being dope. Yeah. Done. Workish. Sold. Affleck. Uh, they announced the other day they're making Scream 6 or a follow-up to Scream 5. Oh, I saw AKA that. AKA Scream. So it'll be called Scream 2, 2 or whatever. Ah! They announced that Nev Campbell will not be back oh, bummer. for this picture, citing they they didn't want to pay her enough money, basically. They, they're trying to lowball Sydney what, Prescott. What's she going to do instead? I mean, more than that, I think they should just give her whatever she wants. She's like the whole series. I always wonder that when an actress who like has had a couple of decent gigs and then like they, they why get greedy? Like they, they definitely didn't lowball her to the extent where she should just not do the movie at all. They might have. They she, might have, yeah. She wasn't in the, 
the last one like too too much maybe they just wanted to like give her a couple scenes and i feel like she was important towards the end though like when i mean this is a spoiler but like her she and courtney cox kind of came together and yeah she's the whole like third act on her of the movie but i get it i mean they're obviously going to put more weight in the up and comers and then like as long as there's like like they killed off arquette um, spoiler alert that spoiler. was a heartbreaking scene yeah, and yeah that makes it even more important like she's the only one left of the core cast like you can't make a new screen movie and not have anybody from... did they kill off um what's her face too no courtney cox they'll probably so it'll be her just her yeah. for like a scene but i mean every one of those movies is about you know a killer or a copycat killer hunting mm-hmm. her down i told you i looked up the the agency that manages the guy who does the scream voice, right? Yes. And it was, and I got a quote for him to do like the only podcast. And uh, it I was, I would love that so much. I know that, but it was very expensive. I, I came in with like, what do you think? Like a thousand bucks. And they were like, usually Mark Michael or whatever his name is, works for anywhere between 25 and 35,000. It was like some outrageous amount. Like, I was like, Oh, we'll just do it like this. I, then. Like, I guess you'll get the muggy version that no one will know the difference. The turkey boy. <laughs> I was as I was cooking all of this up. I think I was on, like on the phone with the guy or emailing the guy in the kitchen. And Lucy was like, "Do you really think anybody's gonna even notice the fucking difference? Like, if it's you or like?" She was like, "Is it really like how much you really?" You're, she, she was upset that I was talking about a thousand dollars. In my mind, I was like, "He could do." I was like, "It's six seconds. He could do it on his phone. He could just literally just pick up his phone and go." The only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about movies and TV in the voice. Six seconds text it to me we're done yeah he should do cameo or whatever yes he's probably he's beyond that iconic voice stuff i suppose yeah oh come on whatever this is fucking spam get out of here he'd be fun to have in like a sketch or something where like that's his normal speaking voice and like he scares everyone anytime he goes anywhere it would be too scary i think otherwise (laughs) i'd be interested him like ordering a coffee in a voice we're doing sketches over here, folks. Um, but yeah, I'll probably still see Scream 6. Oh, I definitely will. I loved the fifth one. Yes. I did too, actually. Like, I thought it was a lot of fun. More than I thought I was going to. But I mean, Nev Campbell as Sidney Prescott was a big part of that. We'll see how it goes without her. Speaking of horror movies, uh, Mike Flanagan, who did a bunch of cool horror movies and that Haunting of Hill House mm. slash Haunting of something else. Netflix shows. He has a new Netflix show coming out in October called The Midnight Club. You see that trailer? Uh, no. It looks I did cool. not. It looks very much like one of his Netflix horror shows, mm. but that's a good thing. I do notoriously love movies with the name Midnight in the title. Midnight Run, Midnight Express, Permanent Midnight. And his last um, one, uh, Midnight Mass. Did uh-huh. you watch that? Did you get into that? I watched the first few and then... I believe it was. I was watching it with Lucy, and there was the scene with the dead cats on the beach, and that kind of lost her. Yeah, that does. She was happen. like, "I'm not going to watch this anymore." And I was like, "Well, we have four cats, and they're alive." But okay, <laughs> fair point. I love that show. I think that was like one of his better. It was cool. Things. Yeah, I, I would like to finish it, but it's like that's what sucks is when you watch like four episodes of something with somebody and then they don't want to watch it anymore. And then you're like, well, what am I going to do? Like go back and like finish it solo. Like Mm. it's one thing, like I'm watching the boys by myself and I like have a whole routine. I wake up, I come down, I throw the boys on whatever. But when it's like, we already got the ball rolling and I'm like, I'd probably, I'd need her to fill me in on stuff. I forget. Cause that's like what she does. I'll be like, Hey, 
who's like I missed her question man her I was say, yes and uh, so I suppose I could just text you but. what am I gonna watch this alone like Stephen fucking Glansberg <laughs> Un- unthinkable exactly but also Mike Flanagan he did a what was that Netflix movie where the guys chained or handcuffed Gerald's to- game yeah yeah I thought that was awesome I liked that yeah I'm a Stephen King guy. Like, there's, I, he does a lot of shit, and I think we put him in the obits, but I'm like still in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll always take a peek because they never stop making his stuff. What's that movie with Kirk stuff. Fogg? Uh, That's a Stephen King thing, isn't it? Kirk Fogg, host of Legends of the Hidden yeah, yeah, Temple. Yeah. The like. The black guy gets something, and oh, that—that's not a Stephen King movie. You know that's, what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, though. that was like a straight to <laughs> the blockbuster I used to work at, and none of the other ones movie called Distortion. There I it is. Yeah. Shout out to friend of the show Brian. Brian, if Brian's listening, he will appreciate my Distortion reference. I must. <laughs> I bet he's laughing. But yeah, they, he's laughing. This movie came into blockbuster back in the day, and on the back it said Kirk Fogg from Nickelodeon's Legends of the Hidden Temple. And I was just like, ooh, baby, we got a new classic on our hands. I remember watching that. It was a big pile of crap. Yeah. It was so bad. It was a movie that, you know. It just shouldn't exist. You can barely call it a movie. It's just yeah. like, oh, someone like had a camera and like pointed it at some stuff. And here mm-hmm. it is. Speaking of people starting things with a camera, mm. oh, good segue. Did you see oh, that uh, Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery uh, started a podcast well, they're going doing? to be starting a podcast about going through old VHS tapes yep. from the That's video right. archives, That's the right. store that yep. they met yep. at and worked at together. Uh-huh. Yep. Every episode is uh, seven hours long. Oh, and, wow. Uh, Quentin, it's great to have you here in studio. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. What, did, uh, what are you thinking is going to be your follow-up to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I, I don't want to answer that. What I want to do is talk about Sam Peckinpah's uh, late 70s work. and uh, I don't know who that is. Uh, well, uh, buckle up. because I know uh, that you really like spaghetti westerns. Can you yep. explain to me what a spaghetti western is? Oh, fuck. He just took off. Oh, that's fuck. too bad. I really wanted to figure Jesus. out what a spaghetti western was. I've been just... Quentin, They're dying to know. We play the Django music. We need to. We need to know what a. I think a spaghetti western is like. A western with some silliness. Like it's a silly goose time. No, that can't be right. I think it's just like campy, and there's I don't know. It's got to be somewhere. Yeah. yeah, like a little, a uh, little bit of goofiness. If he didn't leave in a huff, I could fucking. I know, but. He said something about the coffee in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, that... Uh, and something about my garage. I don't know. It's probably nobody. Somebody there. was dead in there. I don't hmm. know. Yeah. It's fine. It's MBD. Um, if I could take you down to the future book corner. Heat 2 uh, is almost <laughs> out, folks. In case you forgot, uh, Michael Mann has made a sequel to his classic film, Heat. But it's not a movie. It's a book. Scott, do you have my Heat 2 book, Scott? Do you? No. Fans, I famously uh, stole a friend of the show, Ed Lombardo's copy of Heat on DVD. He's an enemy back of the, the show, day. just to clarify. And, uh, you know, it really it altered the course of history. Really legendary stuff. And, I mean, do you think we'll read Heat 2? I know at least. Not a chance. Start reading Heat 2. I saw people, like, they've sent out some advanced copies, so people have read it and are reviewing it. I don't we have a fucking copy. We should, really. 
You know how much I need that copy to sit on the toilet tank in my downstairs bathroom and never move? Literally like, never, ever even get cracked. <laughs> sometimes I'll go to the fo- bathroom without my phone and I'll be sitting there with the book above my shoulder and I won't eat because I have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood script in there now or the Once Upon a oh, Time book, in Hollywood book, book yep, yep, to yep, bring yep. him up again. Mm-hmm, yep. And I won't even look at it. Mm. And I liked the movie and I saw it a bunch of times and, you know, I probably, I just fucking hate reading and I'm an idiot. It's tough. It's so hard. Lucy reads every day now, every single day. She pulls out the Kindle. See, that's good. You got to like make a point to do it. Yes. It gets tougher every day. She said that like Christmas time. She said, I'm going to read 20 books this year. Fuck. And I said, that's a lot of books and I don't think I could do that. Yeah. And she's like halfway there. I'm still working on that 20 from like... 2014 i'm gonna get there but yeah that we'll get to but it's funny i saw some guy reviewing it and uh what did he say he was saying like the action in heat 2 is thrilling and it's like can you really be thrilled by like the action in a book yeah how vivid is your imagination dude or are you just a dick yeah i don't know maybe it really is that uh i don't believe him maybe the prose is that scintillating but we'll have to wait and see, Michael Mann wise. And there's a movie called Cha Cha Real Smooth that comes to Apple Plus on June 17th. Who's in that a again? Week from today, potential featured review. It features uh, Dakota Fanning. No, not Dakota Fanning. Dakota Johnson. Oh right. The son of uh, son of the daughter of Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith. Or something? No, um, maybe actually, yeah. But that babe from uh, she's in the Fifty Shades movies and like Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, she's great. And uh, this is that guy Cooper Rafe who made that very indie movie called Shit House that we covered here on the program. Oh, right. He's like he made that for you know like less than a hundred grand. I think he's like twenty five. He's like an indie. The new indie darling on the mm. scene. This is his second movie. He's, you know, got Dakota Johnson in it. He's moving on up. Looks like a cool movie. If you haven't seen Shithouse, folks, I uh, I recommend it. What was that one again? Like the college kids? Yeah, it's like a like any of those slice of life indie dramedies. It's just he's like a college kid. He's sad and weird and going to parties. And he meets that girl and like it's awkward as hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's not the one with um, Dylan Galula. It is. It is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really like that. Yeah, I me too. It was fun. Digging the hell out of it. It was fun. Um, wow. What but the fuck was I going to say? That's Shithouse and the new shit one's Cha Cha Real Smooth. Not a great title, but... Terrible title, but I will watch that. Yeah, we yeah. could watch that next week. Oh, yeah. Did you see that uh, friend of the show, Post Malone, did an interview with the Nelk Boys from Twik TikTok and Instagram? Mm. And he revealed that he smokes up to four, between 40 and 80 cigarettes a day. Oh, 80. Wait, every day? Yes. That's his wheelhouse? His like normal day is two packs. I saw that headline and was like, oh, so he had like a day where he smoked 80. That's wild. Well, Jesus. 80 is like a big day, but two packs is normal. I'm a Post Malone guy. I am too. I think he's awesome. <laughs> that new album, it's got like five cuts on it, which for me means it's like a perfect album. Why don't you blast as many cigs as, as Post Malone? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I mean, I'm going to have to get there. The funniest part is like in his songs, like he'll sing about 
smoking cigarettes. He has several lines where I can't remember the exact one, but just like including, just like, you know. As a cigarette smoker, do you feel like cigarettes don't get enough representation in media? Yeah, I really felt uh, seen seen and heard when Post Malone... (laughs) Was like, hey Scott, how you doing, man? I just, uh, I don't even know what voice this is, but like, I love cigarettes. I got these face tattoos. I'm just never not smoking. I want a face tattoo so bad. Do you? Yes, I do. Just you- because it's one of those things that people say you can't do. Mm. I want it. And like, I know all the people in my life would be upset by it, like my parents and stuff, but. Mm. I'm probably not going to do it anytime soon, Ooh. but like at some point in my life, like there will, it'll be at somewhat of a Travis Barker situation. Like I'm not going to just stop getting tattooed. Wow. So like the face will come at some point and it will be very funny. That will be fun. I hope that comes soon. What do I do? Like a, like a little, <sighs> like a little movie ticket under my eye. Oh shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> instead of like a teardrop, you have like a little ticket thing. A little ticket stub with like. Fuck. Sounds dope. With Gotti on it or something. Get that tomorrow. <laughs> That's fire. <laughs> <laughs> My guy does have an opening tomorrow. I was so tempted to just cruise down. I was like, nah, don't do it. You're getting, I'm getting tattooed in like a week. And it would be stupid. I'm getting a tiger on my arm. Ooh. Uh, what significance does a tiger have? A zero. Oh, I, I thought it was uh, the tiger from The Hangover Kid. It's going to be like, That's fucking sick. You could have been in The Hangover too, Booby. <laughs> Booby. Hangover. Hangover 2. Speaking. Push and believe. <laughs> of classic films. Uh, mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg's classics E.T. the Extraterrestrial and Jaws are set for first ever IMAX re-releases. Wow. Are we IMAX guys? We are, and we will go see Jaws. Yeah. Jaws I'm, I'm good on E.T. E.T. Yeah. is way too scary. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> I never saw E.T., as a kid and as a result of that i watched it like four years ago and thought it was boring and not great mm. and yeah i didn't watch when i was younger because et is too scary i was too afraid of it he's there, a fucked up weird looking yeah, little I'm shit out. i was so out and there's a part in it i remember i watched it at like my babysitter's house or something mm. and there's a part in it where one of the kids calls another kid penis breath and i remember at the time thinking that was the funniest thing i had ever heard it's still pretty strong yeah it's <laughs> call me penis breath <laughs> if you're and listening to the show and you remember to call me penis breath i will give you a shout out on the air pb for short <laughs> i'm the pb falcon yeah, fuck, the penis breath falcon nailed it yeah <laughs> call me the <clears throat> the penis breath falcon and win the prize of the week Steven what that Spielberg, is i don't know friend of the show is listening in disgust. Sorry, Steve. But yeah, Jaws, I mean... Awesome movie. It's like the summer movie. Big okay. screen, big movie. Loved it. I'm gearing up for that That every summer watch. I'd never seen like a classic, like, you know, unless it was the first time I'd ever seen it. But like I, I, I went to a re-release of the 20-year anniversary or 30-year anniversary. To be honest, it might have been 40, but whatever it is. Mm. Of the uh, the Shining, of Silence of the Lambs in yes. the theaters, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like seeing a really good movie, like it was like I was glued to my seat and I'd seen it a hundred times. Yeah, exactly. It's like seeing it for the first time, like the hacky thing everyone says, but like it's true. Mm. That I say this all the time. I wish that more theaters showed old movies like that. Right. I'd go see it's like 
you've never seen it before. It's this whole brand new thing. It's like getting uh, a blowjob from a prostitute. Exactly. It's ideal. Right? But yeah, no bag. The, I saw Terminator 2 in the theater a handful of years ago for awesome. like the whatever anniversary. It was like the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. It was incredible. It's one of those things where I've seen like opportunities to go see classics in the theater and I never, I'm like, ah, like it's a Tuesday and I just bag it. And it's like in hindsight, I every time I'm like, I always regret not going. Speaking of classic films getting re-releases, Morbius got a re-release last weekend because people made so many jokes and memes online about it that... Sony Pictures thought it was a good idea to legitimately re-release the film, and they did that, and it made $85,000. Just? On, it says on Friday, so probably... Like 150. Like well under 1 million for the weekend, if How you much extrapolate those numbers. To re-release a movie, does that, like if it's already in theater, like they already had all the films in theaters. Like I do wonder, especially when things are digital, it's probably easier to re-release right? a movie like that, but it might not be. It's got to at least cost right. something. Funnier to imagine Sony Pictures taking a big, big hit because <laughs> yeah. they followed meme culture. It's so funny to imagine like guys in <laughs> suits in like a business meeting, like, like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to, Morbius has some steam. We're re-releasing it. Let's you go. idiot, we're businessmen. We can't release Morbius 2. <laughs> Who cares? Water. <laughs> go, go, go. Um, I, I'm, I'm still reeling from the time that we saw it in the theater and enjoyed it. Mm. That did happen in real life on Earth. Yes, it did. And it cannot be debunked. Folks, that didn't really happen. I'm just going to debunk it real quick. But... <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, someone online was like, is Morbius the first movie to ever bomb twice? <laughs> and I really enjoyed that and hope it is. Fucking double bomb. And also Jared Leto made that video of uh, him, like he's looking at a script and someone's like, what are you reading? And then they reveal, it says like Morbius 2, it's, it's Morbin time or something. You saw that, right? Mm-hmm. One second. So yeah, he's like in on the bit now. Jared Leto's trying to be like, oh, like, I know Morbius is funny. Look, I'm reading the script for Morbius 2. It's Morbin time. So the Morbius bit is dead now that he's trying to, like, get in on it. Yeah. and He's trying to control the narrative, as yeah. they say. And it's like, no, you made a fucking dog shit turkey. Yeah, you made a bad movie. Yeah. Let it go, bud. Morbius the Living Vampire is in the obits. Sorry, bud. Mm. It's over. You'll never hear that name on this program ever again. And what else do we have going on? Do you know that 15 years ago tonight, Tony Soprano and his family met at their favorite ice cream parlor for some onion rings? And the finale of The Sopranos I aired? I did not know that. That's nice, though. 15 years. Feels like a lot longer than that, actually. It does. But at the same Wait, time, it? it feels like, at the, yeah. I'll say this, it feels like a million years ago, but also two years ago. It fucking does. 15 it's years sounds like a longer that. time than what that is, but mm. also remembering the moment when we watched that feels like, actually, you were, I don't think, we were at, you were at a different house. You were at Will's or something? I was. Yeah. But I remember I called you like right after it was over. And you were watching with Cod and Joey and everybody wherever. Yeah, yeah. And, we were uh, at my house, actually. 
I remember like it was yesterday, as they say, like I remember yelling, I know you loved that or something like maybe that. Maybe like I actually did. I thought it was so cool. I hated it. And work for like ten years. And then and I've recently changed my tune. Everybody likes it now because they've seen how workish it is. I liked it immediately because I have impeccable taste as Turkey gets now. I find it I don't know. I I, I understand. Mm. And I I get it. I never want when I like a show, I never want it to end. I'm always like, just do another one. I yeah. don't even care if it's bad. Just give me more of it. Endings are tough. As long as an ending is interesting, that's all you can ask for. I thought it was interesting. Mm. Now, let's talk about the cinematography. That fucking... Oh, uh, like Roe April having movie night mm -hmm. with Carmela? Yes. Incredible Good stuff. Good pull. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. What a series. What a program. No one will ever come close. And I think that that in itself, that is daunting yeah. to probably a lot of showrunners and writers. Just like there's never going to be, especially anyone who tries to like dip their toe into a crime show. Crime. Crime, mafia, whatever. No one's doing any mafia stuff anymore as a mm. show. Brotherhood, actually, on Showtime. Brotherhood was really the only show that ever came close to The Sopranos. Yeah, the mafia, it does seem like it's been a bit... I feel like it's time for like a hot new mafia thing to roar out. What about Gotti? Gotti that was too. only four years ago. Kevin Conley, friend of the show, mm -hmm. star of Entourage. Where you at? I need a Gotti poster for down here, but I'm out of wall space, unfortunately. Fuck. Just, just barrel through one of these walls. Make some more space for Gotti. Do whatever it takes. Build a new wall. Build the wall. The Sopriglianos. Nobody builds walls better than me, believe me. I wish there was a Satrials around here that we could just go hang out at and like... Think they'd let us hang out there? No. We're not Italian. <laughs> we just like linger outside and eat cold cuts out of the bag and and shake goons down for money or whatever they do. We just start shaking people down day one. Yeah. And they just give it to us, I hope. We're, we're pretending to be cops. What are you I'm guessing who cops are? He's a, <clears throat> could be a good life. And I was on Twitter the other day, and this made me laugh. Twitter's just full of like people saying things to get everyone all jazzed up. The bit the other day was someone saying that movies are for kids, and like, how are you as an adult watching a movie? <laughs> basically, that's funny. Which yeah, the idea of I, it was really amusing me. Like. And the fact that anyone getting upset about that, it's like, what the fuck? Like, I can, I watch serious tough guy movies and I'm a, I'm a real boy. But yeah, I posted this picture of like these like four-year-old sidecars in a movie theater with the caption, uh, they're taking in the new David Cronenberg. <laughs> like movies are for kids. It's, it's right, folks. I still need to see that. You didn't go to it yet, did you? I didn't. I mm. mean, let's go. I'm down anytime. It's Tonight. Getting, getting very uh, polarizing reviews, which I always find exciting, even mm. if I end up on the bad side of those polarizing reviews. Mm, mm. I have to get a reaction. But yeah, it'd be funny if uh, movies were just for kids and movie theaters ID'd people. And if you're over 17, you can't get in. It could be a whole new thing. <laughs> He's just in, kids. He's having a laugh. 
us like dressing up as children to try to get into a turkey. Coming full circle mm. from that time they kicked us out of the cell at the Kingston Mall. Yeah. It was, yeah, time is a flat circle, as they say. Uh, what else is going on? I was imagining Mark Wahlberg playing Jesus in a movie the other day. Wouldn't that be fun? How you doing? <laughs> if like his whole like, I'm starting in religious movies. I, I was in Father Stew. And now I'm playing Jesus in a Jesus biopic directed by it, Peter Berg. Who better to play Jesus than a guy who knows everything about him? Yeah, that's right. As long as there's no Asians. That just, I really, I wish that movie existed. Him with like the hair. It would be so... The Jesus hair? Yeah, the Jesus hair. Oh, (laughs) sure. Yeah, the flowing locks. I'm a big, big star. Is Ted Ted also in the movie as Pontius Pilate? Me and Jesus are having a goo. (laughs) I'm sorry I betrayed you, Jesus. I got (laughs) to turn you over now. I'm going to kill Jesus. (laughs) Ted 3, starring Jesus. Uh, yeah, that's a green light. We're going to make that. That'll be dope. Kid, I was in the bar where they filmed that opening scene of The Social Network where he breaks up with uh, that babe. Kid. Um, played by Rooney Mara? Yes. Friend of the show. What were you doing there? Comedy stuff? Yes. With the boys? Yes. Who I was actually mention. Who went up? Jay Martin, friend, future guest of the show. Hey, buddy. He now hosts a show at that bar every Monday. It's the Thirsty Scholar in oh. Somerville. Okay. I think. But uh, yeah, every Monday, if you're in that area, check it out. It's What's dope. the parking like? Mm. Typical Somerville nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Although, if you're listening, the parking's great, spacious, the whole deal. You're going to love it. But uh, it was just funny. You know, anytime you go to somewhere where anyone's mm. like, this was in a movie, that's. That's all I need to hear. And that's Did you all try I'm to figure about. out, like, I played the Caddyshack golf course, and it's like you try to figure out, like, I, there was one part where there was one hole with a tree, and I was like, I recognize that tree. Yeah. Walking around, like, watching the movie, like, hold yeah. on, is this that? Is yeah. that? But, uh, I'm going to see how much an Uber it is to the Thirsty Scholar. But, yeah, it was, uh, that's a great movie. I feel like. Awesome movie. People don't, I guess people talk about it. I think it gets a lot of praise. I think a lot of people consider it his best movie. Mm. I don't know that I do, but I think it's definitely one of, and it's awesome. Yeah, I think that's a movie that should have been a turkey and is somehow like a 10 out of 10. Remember when it was coming out, everyone was like, oh, like they made a Facebook movie already? And they right. thought it was going to be a piece of shit. It's, it's quite good. Mm. But yes, check that show Some out. Some of it was like, sneakily very far away from watertown it's strange because it's like we both touch cambridge so mm. you'd think but like that side of somerville like it's a 20 it's almost a 20 it's an 18 dollar uber that side of somerville huh. <laughs> he gets it. he's laughing <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's building he's getting it more <laughs> r is for reeking p is for pigs Da-da-da. will you shut the fuck up for one fucking second we're trying to team up with the joker in this new joker folly ado movie that exists for if some i would give you say what like ten thousand in your <laughs> line of work what could i get back <laughs> it's me the joker and black adam we're all gonna fucking save the world and have a goo are you gonna stop doing coke deals with your jerk off fucking cousin drinking tramana <laughs> <laughs> 
spitting Tremont all over the place. Yeah. But I mean, that's all the news I have. Why don't we take a little break? We're going to mm. watch the new Adam Sandler movie, uh, Hubie Halloween 3. And we'll uh, be right back. Folks, we'll be right back in scream fashion. Hey team, we're back. And as we promised before the break, we just watched the new Adam Sandler Netflix original called Hustle. Uh, I thought it was okay. I liked it. Not to be confused with The Hustle. Or Hustle and Flow. Yes. I mean, yeah, this was good. Yeah. Three out of five. Especially for a Netflix original. People might be aware Adam Sandler has like a deal with them. I think this is like the seventh or eighth movie he's made for them. Most of them have been like Happy Madison. Yeah, what was the deal for? Like $400 billion? It was for something crazy like that. I think the better part of like half a bill. And even if he does a bad job, they still got to give him that half a bill. And what's that called? His quote. Mm. (laughs) He gets that... No matter what. But yeah, this this was good. This surprised me. As I said when we were watching it, I expected it to be a right. goofy, like... I thought LeBron James was in this movie. I guess he just produced it. Instead, it's Adam Sandler playing a NBA scout. Oh, yeah, that's summary-wise. Who's on vacation in Spain. He happens upon this very tall gentleman who's good at basketball, recruits him to play for... Whatever team he's working on. And he shakes his hand. And the rest is history. It's a pretty classic underdog sports comedy drama. More drama than comedy. Dramedy, let's say. Comedy. But I enjoyed this. Mm. I thought it was a lot. Um, like you, like we said, I was going into this imagining, you know, Hubie ha- Halloween energy and it was quite the opposite. This yeah, was like rain over me, but good. Yeah, like a subdued, basically. real life, you know, normal kind of drama. Type like deal. somewhat of a sob story, which is sort of Sandler's wheelhouse when he's being serious, where he's like frumpy and yeah. like he's talented, but he's reached his peak or something, you know, like a yeah. washed up Sandler. He's always very believable when he plays a dad and stuff. Yes. He always works like that. And in this one, he's got kids and you can tell he's all... I feel like he has like 14 kids in real life, so. Yeah, so that always works. Yeah. But the main uh, basketballer in this movie is a actual NBA player who is named Juancho Hernan Gomez. Okay. Monty, check that. Make sure I pronounced it appropriately. It's racist if you didn't. Fuck. Fuck. But yeah, he was really good in this for someone who was an athlete turned... Uh, actor yeah typically that's a bad combination yeah except for of course uh sorry about the microphone noise there um yeah i mean i can't really think of very many solid athlete turn athlete kevin garnett and uncut gems so it's like sandler's got the sandler (laughs) sandler sort of brings that out of them yeah that's really the only other example i can come up with and i'm sure there's someone out there that'll have a better one but truly though i mean sandler must be a big basketball guy he's really uh 
doing some good movies as of late. A lot of them have. I think he's definitely a huge basketball fan. You see him courtside in funny outfits. Wearing the baggiest outfit you've ever seen in your dang life. Um, he wears very oversized clothes. Yeah. This movie was, I think, about 25 minutes too long. I think that the first act was great. The second act dragged a ton to the Ooh. point where I was almost not that interested. And then the third picked me right back up, which mm. is, you know, a lot of movies will have that Folks, sort of there that was a big valley. Big, big finish. finish. And I wanted to mention the supporting cast in this picture. Very eclectic, yes. to say the least. To put that... Yeah, like there was a moment early on in this picture where um, Ben Foster mm -hmm. of Alpha Dog fame, Jaleel White, who is famous for portraying Steve Urkel and Stefan Urkel, and Robert Duvall were all sharing the screen. Yeah, you get about 11 seconds of Robert Duvall in this movie. <laughs> He's really... Uh, How you doing? I'm that age where I just play a character in a movie who shows up to do one scene and then dies. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, Robert Duvall is at the age where I don't think he has another like easy rider in him. or what, That's no. a bad example. Is he even in that? True uh, yeah. Romance. No, he's in that. <laughs> Other movies he wasn't in. So I'm glad he finally got to share the screen with Jaleel. Agreed, yeah. He's, I think he spent most of his career from afar watching Family Matters and hoping to <laughs> one day get to... <laughs> Be alongside the guy who's not really a nerd in real life. This kid's great. And you got Queen Latifah in there playing Adam Sandler's wife. I understand that they wanted to do the biracial couple thing. Mm. But like, may, I mean, I'm not saying they need to make a Gabrielle Union. Mm. But like a woman that isn't a foot taller than Adam Sandler. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it was kind of funny them as a duo... But yeah, I didn't really buy it. They weren't a bad duo, but like I wouldn't maybe she could be like his assistant coach or something, but not as his wife. Says as ooh. The daughter worked though. Yes. So I agree that it sh they should have kept the black wife. Mm. Cuz that would be how to keep the daughter in the movie. But yeah. I don't know. Let's casting couch what ifs, right? Um ooh, yeah, who do you like? Michelle Obama? <laughs> Uh, you're doing a movie with Adam Sandler? Yes, I, uh, Brock, I'm going <laughs> to do the movie. We uh, we also have a Netflix deal, and uh, you um, need to be concentrating on yes, that. Yes, but I want to make a movie with and, Adam Sandler. Uh, <laughs> can, the, can Michelle or Malia and Sasha come to watch me uh, film I, it? Uh, I auditioned for Hubie Halloween and didn't get it. You're not funny enough, kind of Brock. God damn it. You know. sent out more drone strikes than any president in history. But uh, I did that as a bit. I don't think it's very funny. <laughs> oh, fuck. Nobody got it. What are we going to do? Joe Biden's cratering the economy. Uh, he's having a goo. Inflation is higher than it's been in decades. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. We did it, Joe. Why does Michelle sound like that? Yeah, I was wondering. I was, like, been, I was like, who am I talking I've to? I've been watching again? a lot of Love on the Spectrum this Ooh. week. So perhaps, did you catch any of that? Love on the Spectrum, US? I was a huge fan of the first season. <clears throat> Is that guy Michael, like the main guy still? I think it's it? all new guys, but I know who you're talking about. And I liked him too. Nothing about new guys. I was like <laughs> about to take a sip and then you I, I said new guys and I was like putting the bottle down to say it and fuck. He's not safe. Nothing about Gloucester. But yeah, that 
is the reality show that was one of the few that I liked. I forgot that they have like a new season or a new spinoff, whatever's going on. I'll watch that. Are you into it? I wouldn't say I'm into it, but I I'm watching it, I guess. I don't know. Lucy really likes okay. it. I think she watched most of it without me, so I may have to go back if I'm gonna go back, but mm. I've been watching I'm all over the map. I, I didn't want to cut the Sandler review short, so I think we we um what else? Yeah, like just to finish the yeah. the Sandler hustle stuff. It if you've seen like a handful of underdog sports dramas, you won't really be surprised by anything in this movie. Right. But it is still worth a watch. Yeah, the only curveball is there was no like I won't even say it. I don't know. There's no way to spoil this movie just because yeah. it's so formulaic. It's, like, it's got good characters. It's fun watching them go through the motions that right. you know are coming. Mr. Amos does characters. Mr. Amos. But yes, you're watching Love on the Spectrum. I'm watching a bit of... What have I been watching? I watched the, uh, the first two episodes of The Boys, season three, on Amazon I think Prime. this might be the best season yet. Yeah, it's great. What do you think? It's. I turned it on like late at night thinking I was going to watch like half a nap and go to bed. I watched two. And, and then your whole next away. day was wrecked. It was. <laughs> nice and tired. Yep. It's a thing that I do too much. But yeah, this show, it's got the stuff. I think we mentioned it before, but the guy who plays Homelander... It's basically his show. Every time it's a scene with him, I'm like, here we go. Like Something fun or fucked up is about to happen. I think his name's Anthony Starr. Sounds right. I know he's from Australia. He's really He's good. my favorite character yeah. by, by Miles. His storyline's the most interesting. He's the whole show. And not yeah. to say he's the only thing. It has a bunch of other interesting characters and stuff, but he's just like miles above <clears throat> everybody else. <clears throat> He seems like he'd be a hang yeah. if you're on his good side. But that's on Prime. They're doing the superhero thing with some fun twists, and it's all gritty and fucked up. We finished The Staircase on HBO. I thought it ended pretty well. I'm way behind, but I'm also enjoying that program. Mm, very good. Very well done. Heavy hitters, as I've said. The documentary is on Netflix and HBO. If you've never seen that, check it out or just watch the show. Yeah, I don't think you even need it because I never saw it, but I might go and watch it now. Yeah. To see like how well they did it. Yeah, like watch either. You'd be. Well, the part that's interesting to me is that they're French documentarians that made the documentary. That's a part of the show, too. Mm. Like they're built into the show. Yeah. People can't resist doing a little meta thing. Right. They're doing the Ed Wood thing. Meta's hot. Um, so that I've been watching, we've been enjoying that. Well, it's, it's done for us now. We watched all of it, but there every, every, there's eight episodes. They're all up on, um, and then season two of hacks is done now too. I'm behind in that, but I love that show. That's another eight episode second season. Uh, mm-hmm. that I thought was excellent. Yeah. They like burn through shows too quick. We're all about that weekly rollout. They yeah. do the like two episodes, like twice a week thing. They they treat their shows like they want to just like get it over with. They're like, here, here's everything. It's like, no, make a thing of it. And yeah, one a week is enough for me. As excited as I was to see that the boys popped out three last week, hmm. I watched all three of them. Two Friday, one Saturday gone, and now I have one more for, I'll probably watch it after this. And it, I don't know. Yeah, then, like, we're, then the season's half gone. Yeah, the season lasts like three to five weeks, the way they just like dump everything out. 
I don't know. I remember the Sopranos days. You'd have to like crawl with your fingernails to get to the end of the season. Yeah. You had to earn it. Mm. It was worth it. There's also that new Bill Burr Netflix special. Didn't oh, watch I watched that? that. Yeah. Is that worth a, worth a watch? I'll say <clears throat> his stuff is good. Yeah, dead. But, but then like Michelle Wolf comes out and eats it. And then and Michelle Obama comes out and- uh, I'm back and I have lots of jokes. She kills. She's a killer. I guess this is the Michelle Obama voice now. <laughs> He's pot Sound, Sounds nothing like her, me. Oh. <clears throat> nope. Not even a little bit. Um, it she... makes my Obama seem okay by <laughs> yeah. comparison. And this is real bad. <laughs> it... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I would watch it. The bumping mic segment when obviously Jeff Ross and um, eh. David Tell come out Dead. with Bill Burr. That's mm. funny. I didn't know they all came out. The three all. all come out together and are like kind of busting each other and they do a few bumps. That sounds fun. That's fun. I will watch that. Yes. At the very least. And Ian Edwards is not great, but I like him. Hey, he's Joe Rogan's guy. I've seen him he's live. He's a few. He's okay. I think he was friendly with Patrice mainly. Hmm. Um, Michelle Wolf was not funny. I forget the other woman's name. And then one other person who I can't even remember, but it was okay. Um, <clears throat> Felt like it's like, it's Bill Burr, like get a bigger guest list, but mm. I don't know. And I wished Bill had done more. Bill basically hosted it and did a couple. He did like a five in the beginning and like five in the middle. And mm. I would have preferred it to have been a standalone Bill Burr special, but I understand that's not necessarily how it works. Yeah considering he did just kind of have one. Eh, dead. Appreciate you understanding. I would like to go see him at Fenway, but I'm not sure how much the tickets are going to be. Is he doing that soon? That Fenway stuff? Um, It's this summer. Kid. I believe. Maybe August, September? Kid, how about we get fucking Green Monster tickets and maybe I have like 45 Sam Summers and jump off the top of the monster. What do you think? Um, I think you should have more than that, actually. Because <laughs> if you're going to jump off the monster, you're probably going to die. <laughs> Kid. Impossible. I just explode my green jacket. Fucking Go back up. goes <laughs> everywhere. But that's pretty much all I watched. Yeah, there, I haven't seen it yet, but there's also another new Netflix special called That's My Time with David Letterman. In addition to his, like interview show he's also doing this new thing where he's basically hosting comedians it's like you know how he used to do on the late show he's sitting at a desk someone comes out does a set and then sits down with him and chats for a bit mm. i don't know i haven't seen it but it sounds interesting sam Morrill is in one of the episodes it's different than the what's it called this one is called That's My Time with David Letterman. A Netflix is a joke festival. Okay, and he's also doing another season of My Next Guest. Yes. That's where I got confused. Which just came that out. That just came out too with like Ryan Reynolds and a few others. Yeah. Oh, wow, Dave. That's weird. <laughs> Dave, let's get meta with this and I'll uh, I'm looking, make... <laughs> looking right at the camera. I love soccer. I'll make fun of Green Lantern. That's uh, endearing. You still made it, bud. Yeah. I'm back in on Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for Deadpool 3. Wow. You can get some Aviation Gin. I'll get some Tramana. We can cheers. On... I'll drink a bottle of each and then hit Black Adam <laughs> and Deadpool 3. Yep. The end of Black Adam has a tease of uh, fucking 
Deadpool or something for drunk Ank just screaming in the theater. <laughs> I'd we, be in tears in the ride home. We made this for you, drunk Ank. Oh, like a, a real, real G's, <laughs> like real, a, <laughs> real like khakis, a, like a rock. The movies speech just to me as I relapse on Tramana. <laughs> Are you in? I am very. Brother, don't get kicked out back there, brother. There's a lot of G's coming your way, <laughs> real ones. That's right. Big screen, big movie, loved it. He needs to go back to wrestling. Um, and yeah, pretty much just. Or maybe do something with the fact that he bought the XFL. He it. should just stop beating around the bush and just become a politician, like we all know he will eventually do. Oh, fuck. Like he'll be the governor of Minnesota. <laughs> he can't take my old shoes, Rock. <laughs> Yeah, The Rock is I nearly... was in the Gulf of Tonkin, the Bay of Pigs invasion. The Rock's never given a performance as good as you in Predator, Jesse. I appreciate that, Hoops. Yeah. You you seem to be a true patriot. You know, I try. Did you know that the Illuminati and the and there was a false flag operation involving uh, huh. all of the school shootings that have been happening lately none of them are real they're crisis actors like sandy hook wow i believe you jesse <laughs> it's it's definitely the truth and i didn't just make it up this sounds right why I'm, have, i was a navy seal i've seen things from the inside have you, um, why haven't you acted in a while? I'd love to see you in a new movie. Maybe. I've had a lot going on, and I'm blacklisted from Hollywood <laughs> because it's controlled by the Jews. Okay, that second part makes sense. Jess, I'd love to see you in, like, the next John Wick. Maybe as some sort of I heard they weren't going to make assassin. John Wick anymore because of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, really? Interesting. They're children in cages. We got to get them out. Okay. Is the predator involved in this? The border p patrol. Oh. We got to build the wall. Speaking of predator, there is that new predator movie that comes out on Hulu soon. Do Only see? seeing it if Adrian Brody's involved. <laughs> oh, his character from uh, the very forgettable sequel called Predators. I preferred him in The Pianist. We all did, Jess. I Forget. thought it was a laugh riot. <laughs> like, uh, oh, Africa, brave Africa? All right, I'm out of here. Oh, shit, there he goes. Wow. Jesse Ventura, former governor, actor. Always nice when there's show. visitors. Mm. I was hoping Lil Ank would stop by, but I imagine he didn't have any trauma to unpack this week. Yeah, he's probably fine. Maybe he's cured. Maybe, like, Maybe yeah. completely forgot about like. Maybe all he that. just is gay now. Yeah. And he's all right with the fact that uh, all that stuff happened. Cool gay stuff. Cool gay stuff, yeah. <laughs> it's an offshoot. It's Oops. a spinoff of cool Oops guy stuff. It's a uh, Coming soon to Hulu. But, I mean, I think that might be all we watched this week. Oh, I, I tried to watch uh, The Secrets of Dumbledore. How'd that work out? It, not very well. I watched it just because it was new, and it's like still in theaters, but they dumped it onto HBO Max because it bombed. And it's... I made it like half an hour. It's mm. a desperately boring piece of shit. <laughs> I wonder if you could even make it through it as more of a Potter guy. I am a big, big, big Potter guy, as you know. Do you want to see Jude Law play a boring, younger version of Dumbledore? 
No, I do not. Watch him just kind of like futz around a sloggy England. I'm trying to remember if me liking Harry Potter was a work. (laughs) That might have been a put on. That might have been a a Star Wars-esque bit. I mean, if you're questioning it, it leads me to believe it might be a work. But I love when you're watching... This movie looks like it costs like $350 million. And it's just so dull. It's like hilarious. Is JK even involved anymore at this point? Or have they just completely boxed her out? She, at the very least, like co-writes these movies. Okay. But yeah, they probably try to like hide all that, Mm. you know, her involvement as much as possible because of her scandalous takes. But yeah, that I turned off. It's horrible. It's on HBO Max if you want to check out how awful it is. And next week, we'll be talking about that movie Cha-Cha Real Slide or whatever it's called that we talked Slide about Slide to the left. It's Coming back now, y'all. On Apple Plus. Everybody in the line at the wedding. And I feel like there's some other, something else decent that we'll no doubt watch at some point. You know, why don't you just go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're on Twitter at podcast thank you oj oj is also on twitter and we're on instagram at enough the podcast we'll let you know what we're watching keep you up to speed so you can uh Mm. watch along have the time of your life um my plugs are um the kitty connection could use donations they are a great uh, animal rescue organization. They have a cat right now that needs $1,500 in medical bills. I myself donated $50, which is not a lot of money, mm. but I figured if we all donated $50, we'd get there. So the Kitty Connection, you can find them on Instagram. We've adopted two cats from them. Ooh. They are a great organization. I'm going to turn into Howard Stern with just... North Shore Animal League was... and... <laughs> That is sort of, oh, Robin, the kitty Ooh. connection. You got to donate. Ooh. Ooh, cats. I love cats. Um, no, but that is, that's nice. Mm, that's that's my cause. plug of the week. You got some great cats. So I'm sure the whole gang over there is a home run. And if you are there. looking for a cat, mm. there are many beautiful options available through them right now. And if you want to get in touch with one of the people that runs the organization, her name is... I, I'm not sure if it's Mary or Marie. We've only communicated via text, but Beth I have, Stern. I have her phone number. Contact Beth Stern. Talk to Instagram. Beth Stern and the North Shore Animal League. The Kitty Connection out of Medford and mm. get them to set you up with a nice cat. Oh, yeah. And if you're a dog person, mm. the MSPCA has some awesome pets too. Yeah. And sometimes the Kitty Connection gets dogs. Wow. And cute ones. So they're they're open to whatever. They're just trying to help. And folks, to bring it all back, in Price is Right-like fashion, get your pets spayed and neutered. Yes. That's enough the podcast. Did they used to say that at the end of... Oh, yeah. That was like his sign-off. Bob Bark used to end every right. show saying, get your pets spayed and neutered. I mean, he's 100% correct. Because yeah. the reason that there are so many cats without homes, it, it's more of an issue with cats than dogs, I think. Because I, I honestly think dogs, it's... Dogs. There are, uh, doggy, doggy, there's more dog people than cat people yeah definitely. and i think that it is although at the same time it's easier to own a cat so and i think that just in general there are more cats mm. and yeah, it's a tough call i don't know I'd... 
I could be convinced either way. I'd like to see a breakdown of this. Monty, why don't you mm. make that happen? Yeah, Monty, us? give us the math on how many dogs slash cats there are in every corner of the earth. On a... That's your work for the week. Otherwise, we won't put the next show out. Ooh, yeah, let's start threatening Monty. Yeah, Monty gets a threat every episode now. <laughs> yeah. And the next threat is that I'm going to start sending yesterdays to your new home. Wow. DVDs, Laserdisc, VHS, Send an soundtrack. <laughs> Hello. Posters. Hello, Monty. I just performed at Fenway Park last week. It was lovely, I'm sure. Actually, I don't know if he was at Fenway. Oh. The beat the beat cows or whatever's going on there. I couldn't. Help, I need somebody. Help, gonna pack a ball. Help, come in the barn. Pokehead, enemy of the show. When I was younger, I would pack up a ball. <laughs> the beat cows? Who is this for? Yo- Just us? <laughs> Yoko, you fucking Dougish bitch. Who's Yoga? Miss J. Is Josh George Harrison? Yeah, I'm in on that. And like the other, and the dogs are, are John Lennon. <laughs> this doesn't <And> track. Rick- <laughs> Stop the recording. I was going to say, we could just shut the microphones off and just do this just us. Folks, that's enough. Why don't you go ahead and have a goo? Yeah, have a good one, everybody. Have a goo. (laughs) Such nonsense. I get my magic cards and I'm fucking happy. Watching soccer playing pokes. Point eight mile. In the kitchen, there's a simmer. And I heard you were picking one. Smoke a cigarette into the sink. Start a dog walking business and drive a Jeep. Go into Stone Hill. <laughs> <laughs>